0: Podcast is part of the
1: sports social Podcast network: This is Lester till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester till I die TV by subscribing on YouTube. I'm following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes! Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Six, five, four, three, two, one. And it's live. Good evening, uh, fellow Lions fans, not Foxes fans tonight. Lions fans, how the devil are we? Um, happy? happy. I've just got to say, can you hear the Scotland sing? No, no. Can you hear the Scotland sing? No. No. Can you hear the Scotland thing? I can't hear a fucking thing. Shh. Well, it's going home, but I think it's going home to Glasgow, because they're going home. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. We are going to be looking back at England versus Scotland, uh, England versus Scotland, England versus the Czech Republic, and maybe, maybe Scotland might just get a mention. Shh. I managed it. I did it once, but I, I got away with it. It's the Euros 2020 with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. It certainly is, and we are Lester till I die t v which is how you can find us on the old YouTube, which is that one. If you are in the Twitter sphere, which is that one, it's at Leicester t i d and Facebook Lester till I die the group. comment in, let's know your thoughts. We were through anyway, but it's nice to be through and if you are watching us on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button, smash the likes. If there's a button there, you know you've got to press it. Uh, let's press this guy's buttons and see what happens. Brad, good evening. Evening,
0: Chris. Evening.
1: Not, not adverse to having your buttons pressed, I believe. No,
0: no, I'm, no, I'm not.
1: Not adverse <laughs> <to having them. laughs> Hey, oh, it's going home, but it's going home to Scotland.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of funny, isn't it? They waited 23 years and then they went home with under 20 days. <laughs> yes. uh, years for major tournament, you go in quick-needed years waiting for it. That's impressive.
1: Yes, I mean you know there were. Talk- I, was, I was just doing a a second half watch along, uh, which I picked the wrong half to watch along, with uh, and there was a Scotland fan in there, and uh, he was saying that you know they taking out of it the fact that this might just be the start of a. um Turnaround for Scotland, and I think it's going to be a bit like Liverpool. You know, wait yeah. thirty years. Turn
0: around down the wrong road on the air, on, <laughs> on the motorway and then back up uh, home. That's where the turnaround. It's nice to see Ivan Perisic. It's nice to see Ivan Perisic ruin someone else's dreams for a change. Last I've got to be, a, score, yeah. got to be honest with you lot, though.
1: Yeah, How old is Freddy Modric? Is he still going? Yeah. <laughs> 34 as well and he he hit that like a like a Modric rolling back the years didn't he it did didn't he well we're going to say evening to Daniel Hiya Daniel mate thanks for joining us and hello to Ankit um, Chelsea fan well Chilwell never learns does he but then again we didn't miss him did we Brad
0: Certainly, certainly didn't, and uh, I think a lot of England fans might have climaxed when they saw Jack Grealish on the uh, starting eleven. Uh and I think that was the most exciting news that England fans had heard since uh Scotland going home. Don't yeah, don't yeah.
1: get me started on that, but we will come on to Grealish later, um, because there's two players I want to talk to you about. But um, first of all, um, we were through anyway, but yeah, that first half. To be honest with you, I thought it was the best half of football from England of the three games.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, considering they only had to compete against about 15 minutes of good football against Croatia, it wasn't hard to beat. But it's something you like to see. And you probably saw in two different halves of football how Southgate's going to go about it. I mean, I don't usually say this, but the commentators made some very good points. The ones that go far in the tournament, like... And I know they pointed out winners, but they were obviously including other, pe- other other countries in, in, in this realm was they don't always go through easy, do they? You know, you see no. some teams get semi-finals and finals that they have a, a bit of a drab qualifier and three clean sheets, top of the group. You take it, it might not have been the prettiest way to do it, but it was definitely a way to do it nonetheless.
1: I I did say, um, You know, in the show I was on, like, what more could we ask for? We, you know, we finished top of the group. We haven't lost Mm -hmm. a game. We haven't conceded a goal. (laughs) You know, whether we'd won, we would it wouldn't have made any difference if we'd won four four drawn uh, four nil drawn two two and won five nil. We would still be in the same position we are now.
0: Yeah, definitely. Again, doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if they if, if to ask England fans right now, let's just say for argument's sake, doesn't matter, it actually doesn't matter, Germany, Portugal or France in the next round, let's, let's say that, unless Hungary pull off the surprise of the whole tournament, it's not North Macedonia, so I can't back them anymore. Um, so, unless that happens, if England fans were told right now that England were going to play the way that they just did over the th- course of the two uh, three games, but win 1-0, they bite your hand off for it. So I, I'll reserve judgment for it. Now we're going to we know we're going to come up against a tougher opposition.
1: Yeah, I mean the the second half performance wor- worried me. They're thinking, well, we win it one nil. We are top of the group. Uh, I'm not one of these that uh, I don't. You know, I wouldn't try and play tactically and lose. You know, uh, so we come second and then get yeah. another. Cause I, I think you're just going to go and play every game and try and I win every game.
0: You've got to beat them yeah. eventually. We yeah. said this last
1: exactly. time. Beat him exactly. Exactly. But I mean, you know, Germany, you know, what what well let, let's just um let's just have a look here. Um and if I can get all my stuff working. Um Daniel just quickly says we need entertainment and performance. Let's be honest, it's been boring. Again, I'll just no, before I, I do what I was gonna do. Sorry, Brad, no, carry, carry
0: on. Yeah, I was going to say, it might have been boring. But again, if you said to me, we're going to go into the knockouts, win one nil, not concede, and continue not conceding, guess what? England are going to the final. If they don't concede goals, they're going to make a final or at least yes. get knocked out from penalties, which would be typical England, I guess. But I don't care. This is a tournament where you get one chance. You know, To quote Eminem, yes. M&M, you get one shot. This isn't a league table where ball and football needs to change. This is a system where if it works and gets the results, I'm not going to complain.
1: I, again, I said, you know, as for me as a neutral, if you'd watched our FA Cup final, you know, it was fourth versus third. We we should it should have been like a classic game. Uh, I think from the neutral's point of view, it wasn't. It was a one nil. Yeah. But who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. People won't, if we win the the final one nil, and no disrespect, Daniel, obviously it's, it's your opinion, and you know yep. that first half, I was actually getting quite excited it's probably the most excited i've been about england in the tournament but uh like i can say i would take i take a one nil win rather than a a, a three two exciting loss you know but yeah. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me right let's just uh let's just bring this in then um i mean let's have a look where we are at the moment i mean look you know seven points We played 2-1-1 drawn, lost nil, no goals against, plus two goal difference, won the group by three points. You know, I I can say, is there anything else we could have asked for?
0: A goal against Scotland would have been a perfect thing, wouldn't it? I mean, I don't think there's anybody. Is Is there anybody, Chris, genuinely, anybody in this competition that has yet to concede? Is there anybody that's played anybody that hasn't at least conceded a goal? Even if they've won and got more points, like Italy might have, Italy conceded haven't
1: they? Yeah, Italy there haven't conceded.
0: So Italy, Uh so so we've got Italy and England so far. That's that's two teams. Yeah,
1: Sweden, but they've got a game to go. Yeah, so there's three teams, and Sweden could potentially concede in the next game.
0: Yeah. Oh no, no, didn't Italy haven't Italy already played their their three games.
1: Yeah, Sweden haven't though, sorry.
0: Yeah, so, so okay. essentially unless Sweden get a draw, uh, get a nil-nil or, or win their game one nil, that's three teams out of I, mm. I can't do the maths out of God knows how many. I'm useless when it comes to the groups and that, but
1: um about that, twenty-eight in it, I think.
0: About, about twenty thirty odd teams or whatever mm. it is. Only three, and that could potentially go down to two. Are going to go out yeah. of that group stage right conceding the goal. I, yes. I'm with you, Chris. I agree with what he's saying, and it was boring, it wasn't the prettiest. I nearly fell asleep in the second half. I'm not gonna lie. But mm. in a tournament basis, you know, if, if this was a league format, I'd be I'd be on his side saying, Well, it's not gonna hold out forever, and we're eventually gonna drop down the table. But guess what? This is a tournament. If you do this or one-off on opponents against France, you do it at once, one-off against. Uh, Italy, you do it one off against Belgium, and then suddenly you're you're on a final. I'm not going to yeah. complain
1: too much. No, Daniel does say there. As soon as we come up against a good team, we'll need to score more than one goal. Let's be honest, our defence has hardly been tested yet, which is a, a fair point. But let's have a look at um, who we could be playing: uh, France, Germany, Portugal. Let's like say Hungary. They can still do it. They're not out. Yeah, um, but, um,
0: I can't it it looks like right.
1: If we're honest, it looks like it's going to be France, Germany, Portugal. Now, you know, Germany have... I mean, let's be honest with you. They lost the first game, and I don't think they were very good. They won the second game, and they looked absolutely brilliant against Portugal. Okay. Portugal have so, won uh, one, lost one.
0: Yeah, I'm just um, trying to look at the table without my nose being at the screen.
1: That's all. <laughs> Sorry, don't don't wipe your nose on the screen. And France in their second game that they got the draw. I think it was against Hungary, wasn't it? Um, it was against Hungary. I can see there again. They didn't look overly impressive. I'm not as worried as I was at the start when you know, when we when we stood. You know, when we did our our predictions and who we might get. You know, even if we get one of those three, I'm not as worried as I was at the start.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, what what is the fixtures coming out from it? I'm guessing it's, is it Portugal versus... I can't remember who it is. I feel like they've already played the games and it's baffling me that that group's still going on. I forget they've not all played. It's got a, is it Portugal, Hungary and Germany, France? I don't know. I don't... I feel like... I've yeah, I don't... Yeah,
1: oh. Um, no, Germany. I think it's Germany-Hungary,
0: isn't it? Let's have a look. Um so I'm just looking at it and thinking that's not actually a dead sir, because if... I mean, you could. I mean, we're we're talking about England and thinking who's going to come second. You know, it's going to be one of their big three, but there's still a chance. You would say, especially with Hungary getting a point against the World, World Cup champions France, that if they get a result, we it's are it's ju- yes,
1: Germany, win. Hungary, and Portugal, France. It took me a while, but uh, uh, Mrs. Google finally uh, got a finger out.
0: Um oh, yeah. just, I mean, just, if nothing just, else, Hungary could cause an upset and knock somebody out of that competition as
1: well well if the germany that turned up in the first game against uh, against france hungary they need to win obviously so they're going to be going for it but i think i can't see them because i think if they've got to go for it they'll leave the gaps and if germany there they can just hit them on the counter uh, so i can't see hungary Thing in France, Portugal is going to be the interesting one. I can actually see because Germany do it all the time, don't they? They start off badly, yeah, and then sl- get stronger as you go through the tournament. Um,
0: well, they did last time though, did they? They got knocked out of the group stages, didn't they? Oh, well, there right,
1: it, right, yeah, it? yeah, there, there was that one, <laughs> but normally, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> normally, sure. um, so I could actually see Germany topping that group and us actually. Possibly playing
0: France. Yeah, well, like like you said, I mean, if you really had to pick, we pick your way through the France, Germany, and Portugal side. Yeah. And I'm not going to include Hungary in it, not because I don't think they can do it, because we've seen crazier things happen in football. But you, you're looking like at North the, Macedonia
1: getting knocked out.
0: Yeah, I know what a shot that was, right? Whoever predicts them need need eating because that's silly to say they'd go through. <laughs> but, well uh, said, Scott. <laughs> uh, if um, yeah, it is. It is now. It is. Come on, Hungary, get through. If you're looking at them three squads, though, who were predicting to be the team that comes second? Well, not, I'm not necessarily saying the Hungary can't cause an upset and come third, but mm. I don't think they. I think I, I think their game plan would be to try and get second or go up as high as they can in the group. They'll They'll want to nick a one nil win and knock Portugal or whoever out of the tournament. Yeah, because um, that's still been a great accomplishment for them and they're in the knockouts. But out of them three teams, if you broke down France, Germany, Portugal, all the way down to their depth, not just their starting eleven, I, I, I would say you're probably hoping to get Portugal. Mm. But if you want to continue the, the the feature of the tournament, we've already had the battle of England versus Scotland. We all remember two thousand and ten was it, World Cup, or was it twenty fourteen? Oh, I always forget the World Cups and yours. Well, it was the one where they beat us, the Germans beat us like four one in the end. And that Lampard goal. Oh, that
1: was in Germany, 14. was it? That was twenty I'm not sure. I think twenty ten was I... South
0: Africa. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, see I get so confused remembering. I think it was twenty ten where it happened. Mm. I could be wrong, but you know, you you would argue that Portugal would be the side that England would want to come up against if they want to have an easier opposition on paper, I guess. But yeah. you just got to look forward to it, like like, like a lot of fans and and, and a lot of pundits come out and said. There's no, and I think even Southgate came out and said it, and said there's no point us trying to prepare for an easier game because if we're scared of these teams, we're not gonna we're not gonna win yeah. the tournament and
1: it's very true to say that so yeah I want to say uh, a a thank you to Ankit and check his channel out uh, RC Bain Chelsea Fan TV it's a good channel um uh, this is my favourite channel to end my day. I've been saying it for weeks. Top stuff Ankit. Thank you very much, mate. That that means that means a lot. Uh, I was worried what you're going to say. Then it your, it's your favourite channel to, to to end it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, but no, that means a real really means a lot, Ankit. Thank you very much, and do check Ankit's uh, um, state uh, channel out as well. Uh, RC Bain, uh, there we go. Uh, Group E, they're playing tomorrow. Seven o'clock, Slovakia, Spain, Sweden, Poland. Um, Again, you know, you wouldn't have put them in that order, would you?
0: Um, Not not particularly, especially not Spain. Obviously, they Mm. play tomorrow. It could all change. I mean... Our group success is at probably 50% all the way through the groups, mate, if we look back over our predictions, one, because it all came together for us in the end in the England group. I think we got the Croatia and England position the wrong way around, but they ended up where they are, and this one could be the same. But at the end of the day, with this third-place playoff scenario or whatever it's called, it's annoying in a sense, and it's, and it's also good for the game because it gives you know countries like England I guess, until today's result, like Spain, a bit more of of a cushion, knowing that they can have a bad group, but as long as they pick up a win, they're probably mm. going to go through. So Spain probably feeling less pressure than they normally would going into the last group game if they were sat third beforehand, because the expectation is there, but you've also got the mentor of knowing you can win yeah. the game like like, like Czech Republic have gone yeah. through I mean you know, Daniel snide. says there
1: what's the motivation for winning your group if you have to play the winners of another group but I don't think they do Daniel the winners playing. play the runners up of another group um, yeah. I was going to say to you Brad I mean we knew going into this and uh, I mean I, I don't like this the, the best of the third places get through um, but did it kind of took a bit of the edge off the game for me thinking well we're through anyway?
0: I think it did and it kind of reminded me of 2018 when everybody was doing pretty much what we was doing before before the game was even kicked off today, where well, we was probably looking ahead at who we were drawing. you know and we ended up coming second and everybody said, oh, that was very tactical to come second. Um, in that tournament and obviously people are now bemoaning that that semi-final running was very easy for England and I can see where their arguments come from. I'm probably a supporter of them that say that. And then you've got a tournament like this where you come into a game where the Czech Republic, you know, probably a lot of people that had voted them who did this sort of thing like we did, Chris, probably had Czech Republics come last. Maybe that was because some people weirdly have an affection to say, "Oh well, if we don't go through, we want the home nations to go through." Absolutely load of tosh. Don't believe it for a second. Don't understand it. But that's people's opinion. Um, we were one of the very few that probably put Scotland bottom and had them go through, and it kind of bal- It can kind of balances it out. I get, I get that it kind of, it, it, in one sense, it gives teams in that position going into the final group stage a better chance, to maybe. Rest on the laurels. England didn't even need to bother today. They could have got battered six 0 and put out their yeah. under 18 would Won't have changed things they were going through. But on the other hand, with the Czech Republic, with the way Denmark went through on that in their last game, I believe that 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 put them through in, in the way. Which mm. thank God for that. They deserve that for the tournament they've had. They deserve to get some success out of it and not go out. Yes, definitely. Yeah. But, you know, but again, you, you know, we're talking about. The next group, the group of death. Whilst it might not affect England directly, Hungary still have a chance to upset the odds in their group. Mm. You know, North Macedonia bottled it, but you know, less said about them the better. But other teams, it also gives these lesser nations, it, it, in the most most respects, them, it, in in terms of quality, not 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 that they're lesser in it anyway as as a nation, but it gives them a chance to to progress because sometimes. We've had years But then where... should they
1: not just have it where, say, or let's just say the top three go through, rearrange the groups?
0: Um, yeah, you probably could. You could probably do it a different way. There is definitely ways to do it, and it probably will change down the years. This is something that we, we mm-hmm. kind of chop and change quite a lot. And I think you're right, maybe maybe we'll make these groups of... um A five instead and and do it that way or maybe we extend the tournament branch Mm. and have third place you're always going to see pros and cons to whatever idea comes up and that's that's the issue you've got but i understand why there is a, a best of the third because let's face it if if scotland has somehow come third in our group on a point and gone through you'd have felt a bit like really they get to stay in the tournament for one poxy draw they don't deserve it Swings around about. He, mm. He's trying to find that medium, and it's something they'll work on. But this one is a starting block for how they yeah. go about it. Definitely. Well, we're,
1: we're, I want to come back to the game in a minute, but I do want to ask you. I mean, I don't know if it's me or whether it's been it's just been the sort of the year that it we've had with football, but it doesn't kind of it's got no excitement about it at the moment for me. And I'm not necessarily saying that that's down to the performances. I don't know if it's down to the fact that we're in one country for this game, one country for that game, but
0: I can't get a buzz about it. I mean, that's understandable uh, because I, I, I'll be honest with you, I've not really geared myself up for the Euros. Um, I made a few statements, um, on Facebook over the years, saying that this is why I don't really get interested in England until <laughs> they get like the quarterfinal stages. It's probably like I said struggle. this
1: year I wasn't going to cover the Euros, and here we are.
0: yeah. But we're, we're we're doing this for a different reason, aren't we? We're not doing this maybe because it's the it's the it's the most easiest thing to do, and it's it's not something that we're as passionate about when it comes to Leicester. You know, we we this 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 is a channel that's predominantly. For Leicester City fans and his channel, but it's something that you can't escape when you do something like this on YouTube. You can't escape doing football things, especially when at the end of the day, it's for our country. And whether yeah. I feel it, whether I truly believe it or not, or whether I'm that into into the whole tournament as a whole, well, I still want my nation, which is England, to go as far as possible in it. And I-, I-, I guess maybe fans are just exhausted, like that that emotional stress and relief of fans in the ground and we're so used to not having fans in the ground and, and even though we've we've got them in it's not to full capacity and in, in a tournament like this, you do miss it. We spoke mm. after our FA Cup game and when the crowds were in and even after the one where it was only a couple of thousand in the Southampton in the semi-finals and, and, and the last games of the season, a lot of fans were getting said how much it just felt better having them fans in the problem is now, now we've kind of got into it and, you know, like we were talking about these, I don't like the term, but lesser nations, there's a lot of pictures where a lot of games that nobody gives a monkey's about, nobody gives a rat's arse about, Ukraine, Poland, and bloody Macedonia, I keep mentioning them just to hopefully draw it out of the jokes, that You know, these teams are playing each other and unfortunately, unless they're a nation, they're not getting gripped by football fans to watch. I've been told by many people that a lot of games have been dull and drab. And the problem is you get get overexcited. You could be out next Tuesday and then nobody's going to care from an England, uh, from a a British point of view about the tournament unless Wales go through. And then we still won't care. It'll only be Wales that care about it. Mm. And... That, that's just the problem with a tournament. I, I, I think given the fact that there's been a world crisis, people, even though it's, they're using it, and they are using it, the government are using it tactically to try and prove that we are coming to an end with the coronavirus, which that's how they want to do it. I'm all for it. But I also feel that people are thinking, should we really be doing it? Should we really be having any tournaments at all, full stop? You might just evening. want
1: to move your head a little bit, Brad, because the light behind you is, I, giving, you, yeah, is giving you a giving Jesus look alike. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm trying to get my head in a position to shadow it out. It's doing my head in. but
1: um, um,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I, get, I get,
1: I get, what you're saying, But but, but back to the match. Grealish started, um, and at first half, I mean, he he looked good. I mean, I saw him being interviewed before the game, you know, and. It's funny because we hate these players when they're playing against us for Villa or whatever, but when they put the England shirt on, it's kind of, come on, Jack, you know, and oh, that's a foul against Jack and what have you. Yeah.
0: But I thought he had a very good game. Yeah, well, that's because he did something that we haven't really seen a lot of over the last two games, and that is a player running forward. Um, in stark comparison to one person that really annoyed me when it came to an attacking sense, nothing that he did defensively, Carl Walker, he bore the pants off me going for so, you know when you sort of get them players, and Leicester fans will know we've had certain players that when they get on the ball, you just put your head in your hands and go, "Great, that's the attack killed. It's not going to go anywhere." Every time I'm trying to get my head out of the way, so probably the lights not shining on it. Every time Walker got on the ball, went forward, he, he he pissed around with it, and he annoyed me. It was not. It was refreshing to see someone get that ball yes. and just go in one way. I'm not going to say direction because yeah. you accused me of liking a boy band. I say one direction too many times. <laughs>
1: no. No, I'm just glad um, to see you've moved on from steps. Um well, yeah. For me, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Um, yeah. <laughs> to, for me, he, I mean, I've got to be honest with you, he was my man of the
0: match. Yeah, he, he was. He was he was exciting to watch. And again, he pressed the game in the way that the fans wanted to see, um, hmm. which was a attack and go at them. And he got the assist. And it kind of, uh, kind of rings true. What England fans were asking—they wanted Jack Grealish on for that reason. And, and you're right in what you say. It's funny how we sit here and when he's playing for Villa uh, and falling in all over the place, we we hate him. Uh, but when he's doing it for the nations, we're egging him on to do it. But I suppose that's because it's the only time any fans around the mm-hmm. world, if they're of the of that nation, that are placed for you come together as a collective. Don't like him diving for Villa. Don't like him diving in general, if I'm being perfect. honest. I don't like anybody that dives and simulates and goes down as easy as some of these guys do. But if he's going to get away with it at any point, make sure it's only for England and book him every time he does it for Villa. I'm happy yes. with it. But yeah, if I'm going to pick me Jack Grealish moments, get booked for Villa and let him off for England. Fine.
1: Um... Just a few comments here. Ankit, the Turkey-Switzerland game had like 40 shots. Yeah, I mean, you, you do enjoy those games, don't you? Uh, Scott saying here, be uh, more when we've got some Leicester players in. Of course, of course we would. But then again, I'm just thinking, you we've know. We've got Leicester
0: players in the tournament.
1: We have. We have. And I was just about to say that. I mean, I'm thinking for England and I'm glad that sort of maybe Barnes and Madison didn't quite make it. Gives them that that time, but of course we have had players in. So you, and we'll come on. We'll come on to those uh, in, in a second. But just saying, the man of the match there. Just pipping um, Grealish by point three was um, Bukayo Saka.
0: You know what? Um, I was about to say if Jack Grealish doesn't get it, Saka has to be a close second. He was impressive. I'm not going to lie. You know. And again, you can you can read so much into into team form, i.e., in being at Arsenal. But you know, sometimes you don't see the dog work. And we we know a few Arsenal fans. You know, the unfortunate souls have have at least got decent friends in me and you, mate. So they can talk like decent clubs. But, you know, sometimes there's always a shining light in these in these horrible mid-table sides like Arsenal, and, and he was one of them, and he proved it today that he was worth getting selected to take them by Southgate. And hopefully, over time, if we can go further in this tournament, we'll get to see more of that from the likes of Sancho and, and Jude Bellingham, proving why they got selected.
1: I think I wanted to talk about two players. Grealish was one of them. Kane was the other one that I wanted to talk about. I... <sighs> And I know, you know, there's, there's, there is that argument, isn't there? Like, you've got to keep these players on because otherwise, you know, the, some of these players can just sort of do one moment of magic and 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 turn the game for you. But he's just bringing nothing to the party at the moment, is he,
0: Kane? No, no, and I think I think a lot of it, well, I think the entire entirety of England that. Are completely divided as as who's to blame because I, he's got me questioning, you know, all these achievements and accolades in terms of goal scoring that Kane's done. He's had the service of one man, or well, at, at some points in his career, probably two two players, and that's Hugh Sun mm. and Christian Eriksen. And I've never seen a striker who, let's remember whether he scored 75 goals against Panama FC or not, got the golden boot in the last major tournament. And I'm just starting to think that maybe the England coaching staff have seen that Harry Kane is either not getting the service and they need to change something, or Harry Kane isn't as good at international level as he is at the Premiership. And I don't know which one it is. I honestly don't know. Is it because we're not getting him the service and he hasn't got the quality, consistency of Eriksson and Son, which he's used to playing, which he was until Ericsson obviously left. But he has been used to season in, season out, over a 30 or 40 game se- uh, season. Or is it the fact that he's just not that type of striker that does it at an international circuit? Because... His goals for England really are masked by the quality of opposition he's played.
1: I, yeah, I, I mean, he got the golden boot in the World Cup. I think he got was it four games? Yeah,
0: ninety-seven against, of them against, yeah, against Panama, mate.
1: Yeah, that was it. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: I just we're going to turn me Just did he get know, the service tonight? I mean, you know, Grealish. He was, I, I thought he was playing central. I mean, I know he got the cross in for the goal, but, you know, was you know who was providing the service to, to Kane tonight?
0: Well, that's the thing. Everybody seems to think you have to get the ball out wide and cross it in to get anything from Kane. But I'm pretty sure Kane's got a very good, if not a vast majority of his goals at his feet. Yeah. I mean, he seems to score every time he plays against us. And like, now and I remember him scoring quite a lot of goals where he's been at the feet, the ball's been played through to him, he's muscled through defenders and scored. So I don't understand how he's not getting the service as some people claim because we're playing through the middle and we're crossing balls into, into the box. Why is he not there? Sterling's five foot three and scored the goal, yeah. which was a header. Where was Kane? Because the next person nearest Sterling was Saka, who's even smaller, yeah. I think, than Sterling. So that, that today, what I have seen and what I, I've been reserved and, and biting my tongue.
1: Oh, and we have lost Brad there. Uh, I'm sure he will come back. Um, so let's just have a look. Scott Kane has played. Better as more of an assist player this season and he's not a counter-attacking kind of striker. Seems to have lost the place. Um, pace, not that he had much. Um, Ankit, my gut says he'd play Mount as a false nine and gave Kane the rest in the quarter-final if they get through the round of 16 because he'd be pressured to play Grealish and the others then. Um, yeah. yeah, I just, I just sometimes do wonder... And we'll just bring the table back up there again so we can uh, have a nice moment. Um, uh, Is Rhys James better? Oh, well, welcome. I think Brad's back now. Um, Brad, good evening.
0: (laughs) Uh, Hello, mate. Literally, my streamer, I just went, shut up, Brad. Stop talking. Chris, get that five-minute timer back up because he's waffling. (laughs) <laughs> Must
1: have been the reason for to put off. Hey, don't uh, don't 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 tempt me, mate. Don't tempt me. Um just saying there. Um well I forgot what we're saying now. Uh Bronze Plummer, good evening. Um Kane internationally low in his value to help this game from Spurs. <laughs> well, I did suggest that against Scotland, actually, that nobody'd want to buy him. Uh Ankit saying he said a couple of times, uh, Reese James, uh, would be perfect for Kane up front. Could you believe, though, because I couldn't believe that he was making these substitutions, um, and that Kane was staying on?
0: No, I can't honestly, I can't. And before streaming, I'd really cut me off because I must have gone past the bells, the timer of allotted speaking time. Um, yeah, Kane, Kane just to me today just proved that. either either Southgate's not going to give him a service, which I I don't see how he's not doing that, by putting Grealish on. Everybody was was asking for Jack Grealish for two reasons, right? Attacking to show the intent going forward, to keep us moving forward, and to be another forward man for Kane, to get the ball to him. Mm -hmm. Kane was in the middle of the park, in our box. And I, I don't get it. I get that he scored a lot of goals, and 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 he's maybe one of them. You know, we we had a debate recently. Go and check out our channel and see if you can find out which one it was. We won some wars. Well, we discussed it on a different basis, but came for me could be one of them players that his international record is masked by who he scores against, and in what, um, what's the word I'm looking for? In what relevance? he's scoring against them. <laughs> like no point to me, there's no point saying to people coming on here saying, Oh, he scored against Germany, France, and I da da, if they're friendlies. Shove your friendlies so far up your ass. They mean nothing to me. They interrupt my football. They interrupt the football I care the most about, which is the, the league. I'd rather not have friendlies and stack them up altogether. But that's a whole different video and a whole different rant. My point is I think Kane is suited to the league format where he can get his confidence, he can get his partnership flowing. Because I think, didn't Kane go like eight or nine games at the start of the season before he actually had a goal in, in the Premiership? Not scored for England in the whole three games. Not even looked like scoring. That's vodka. Uh. <laughs>
1: That's a steamed up, uh, steamed up bottle. Just looking at it, I mean, Kane, it was on 90 minutes. And I'm going off the... Uh, the BBC site here. So it's what English fans have voted for. Uh, Rashford was bottom uh, with 4.61, but then again, he was—he he didn't actually get much of a game, did he? Kane was on 4.73, but he was being beaten by Sancho Rice-Mings. There were substitutes, Henderson, Bellingham, Shaw, sure, all these substitutes that had come on <laughs> were voted to have played better than Kane, who had nine, our captain, who had ninety minutes.
0: I would have honestly rated the bench higher than Kane, the players that didn't come on, because
1: the wooden bench.
0: I, I well, yeah. Honestly, can you name? Can someone tell me how many times Kane either touched the ball or would mention to be on the ball? Because the only time I ever think I saw it, it's kind of ironic, isn't it? The quality hmm. of rest in this tournament. How many free kicks would Kane have got for Spurs? If that was Spurs' game, how many free kicks would he have got falling down like an arse like he did tonight? Which is the only thing he did. That was the only time he's ever mentioned. Yet these European reps are telling them, stand up, be a man. You're getting paid enough money to play the game. Stop being an absolute swat just because you felt your shirt get a gust of wind on it. Yeah, Kane for me has been found out at international level, and that's that was the long and short of my whole point with Kane and international and seasonal football. Yeah.
1: Now, I want to come on to to the other teams in the group, and oh. I actually want to come on to one team in particular. I mean, I I can remember. I think it was a World Cup that was in America, and. The only And it wasn't even a home nation that qualified. It was the Republic of Ireland. But if you believe, like, you know, the BBC and ITV, they were part of the United Kingdom and we should all get behind them because they had Jack Charlton as manager. I'm sorry, I'm not one of those. You know, it's it's like Manchester. I said to Manchester United, well, if you're not going to win it, do you want Man City to win it? Of course they bloody don't. Do I want Scotland to do well? No, I'll pit them to come bottom. Not because I think necessarily they're the worst team because I don't like Scotland. I mean, for me, rebuild Hadrian's Wall, get them all up there, give them their independence and get rid of them. <laughs> you know, I just don't. And and I have to say, ha, 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 look where Scotland are now. You know, they are bottom of the group and deservedly yeah, yeah. so. And, well, you know, what gets me is um, Martin, somebody or another, uh, who was in line of line of uh, duty? is a big Scots fan, and it kind of sums up the Scots fans. And it's no i am not saying anything that I didn't say to the Scots fan I was in the chat with earlier. You were celebrating that nil-nil like you'd won the bloody World Cup. No, what celebrate- other team? You know, you, you know what team that is any good? And Scotland fans believe that their team are good, but what team that is any good? would celebrate a nil-nil win. I mean, I get that, you know, if you like, say, like Panama or El Salvador, San Marino, they get a nil-nil against one of the top, you know, 10, 20 teams in in, um, FIFA. Yes, they'd be happy. But, you know, they were celebrating. And how did that go for you, Scotland fans? Where are you now? You've gone home. You know, I mean, it's just, for my mind, it's a joke. If if a nil nil is the most thing you can you can actually celebrate, then it's pretty you're pretty sad as a football nation.
0: Yeah, I would I can I can just imagine it now. Grandad, where were we in the Euros of 2020? I remember it well. We had a nil-nil draw with England. Oh, <laughs> how far did we go? Well, that was it. We were shade afterwards and before it. But <laughs> apart from that, we drew nil 0 with the English. Yeah, fucking boy. Don't care. It's like when we went out bottom of the group and we lost to Italy and we got that draw against uh, who did we draw against in that group when we as like, we came up bottom and got a point in the last game? Oh, Costa Rica, that was, yeah, that was embarrassing. That was, I wasn't cheering a draw, no. I wasn't watching, I was barely watching the game because we were out at that point. But I was like, it's embarrassing, and nothing changed my opinion on it because it was even worse in that game if, if it could have been. And we found a way to be worse than that. If I was Scottish, I would be so annoyed. I'd have been annoyed at the Czech Republic result, let alone the England result. Because the Czech Republic I, result was only technically... The England-Scotland result was obviously only a win in one of yeah. the nation's eyes. And it's the one that finished the group top and went through.
1: I mean, I think... And this kind of some Scottish football up. And... Uh I, I get it's a, I, I banter with Scottish fans I I know I know a few Scottish fans and we've got a Scottish fan oh coming God. on a show on Friday, so that could be interesting. He might not come on now, of course, but um we, <laughs> I think it, you know, it Scotland were up for the England game and Scotland were probably, if I'm honest, overall the better team. But that's because it meant more to Scotland, to England. It's like it was almost like swatting a fly, or you're just bloody annoying us, get away, sort of thing. But for Scotland, it was like there were, you know, the fly landing on the big pile of chite. Oh, this is exciting, you know. It, it just didn't doesn't mean as much to England, I don't think.
0: I think you could be right on that one. I think they're more like that annoying little brother that bugs you and annoys you and thinks he's better than you because your your mum and dad tell him to let him do well every so often and then he gets his on his high horse about it and thinks he's gonna beat you every time and then cries and goes back home and inside when when they lose again and it just to to me I wasn't even that I I didn't want to lose Scotland don't get me wrong you know I was frustrated that we couldn't beat Scotland but I wasn't asked by the draw because we did a we did a post match after that mate and we were saying well. Hopefully we win against Czech Republic and it doesn't matter, but England are probably already through before a ball was kicked yeah. and that turned out to be right. So, yeah, I don't get it. I'm with you. I don't get why the Scotland's were all hyped. Look, I've got Scottish mates and I have a laugh of them and this is not not a dig at anyone in a person. It's a dig at how yeah. a majority of our country is. It's like... Oh, they were like, ah, yeah, get it up. Yeah, 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 you've got one point. We've got four. Yeah, get it up as, yeah, you've showed us. How have you finished your group? Because we've got seven points. Yes. You've got one. Great. Well done.
1: Yeah. You know, why, does anybody know out. why yeah. Scotland haven't got a blue line next to them? Because the other three teams have. Why for Scotland?
0: Uh, I can't remember. Mystery. Mystery. Yeah, I'm not.
1: I'm not sure why that's happened. Um, Martin Compton, that's the guy. If you're on YouTube or you've been on social media, just look at him celebrating the nil-nil. Martin Comston, hashtag get a life, man. Get a life, you know, because uh, you know that that look to say, look, where where are you now? I mean, you couldn't even finish. You couldn't even finish third. You couldn't even get one of the, the one of the the lucky third draws, but there we go. Um, oh, have we taken the, the, the piss out of Scotland enough yet?
0: No, oh. I just keep going. <laughs> <I>
1: no, <know. laughs> and it was quite funny because in in the chat earlier, it was me and, and Dan were watching the uh, England game, and they had oh. Connor who. Um, Yank talking smack. And I, I, I'm just going to say that because it's the only time I can get away with saying smack on here. But I love the name. I love the name. Uh, he's American, but he is like over half Scottish. And he was watching the, the Scotland Croatia game. And it was like, Yeah, you know, every time Croatia scored, he was like, oh, and we were like, yeah, you know, brilliant.
0: See, (laughs) now this is why I couldn't do watch-alongs, because if I was watching a Leicester game and we got a bit of a turnover, I'd be leaving the studio, mate.
1: (laughs) I I mean, he he did did seem to think that Scotland missed out because they had one player out, and he said that, Scott. You know, he, he said, had they had Billy Gilmore, they could have probably beat Croatia.
0: I'm sorry, but if you're pinning all your hopes on, what, a 19-year-old, then you don't deserve no. to go through in a tournament, mate. You don't deserve to go through in a tournament. If you are no. seriously telling me the only reason Scotland lost was because of Gilmore, then your other 10 players need to have a word of themselves and sort their lives out if they think they're good enough to go anywhere in a tournament. One player, you're really saying one player was the reason you couldn't go through? I've heard, no, not a chance. No. If that's all that Scotland have got to offer, then they need to book their ideas up. For the now, we, we, we mentioned it before.
1: For. We did. We mentioned it before about Leicester players. And mm. I I do find it kind of hard to to, to support any other team just because there's a Leicester player in there. But let's have a look at, uh, at three Leicester players. Um okay. I mean, first of all, you know, we, we've got to send our best wishes to um, Timothy Castagna, and yes. I mean that, that looks a bad that you know another uh, our, our, you know centimetre or two, and it, it could have been a lot lot worse. Um, yes, definitely. But I think it, he the, 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 <laughs> it's never good when these sort of things happen. But you know, he should be back for the start of the season, even if it is you know looking like the Lone Ranger with a mask on. But,
0: yeah, um, well, you know, positives and all that. He yeah. can still play football and
1: then he'll be back for Leicester. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, and, and you know, when you look at what and happened to sort of Ericsson, yeah, you know, he, he, he wasn't as bad. And it's good news that Ericsson's all right of, as well, of course. Um, but looking at Turkey and Soyuncu, I remember that the, because they played in the first game, I think, Turkey, didn't they? They played the opening game. Yes. And yeah. they had Alan Shearer saying, like, oh, Turkey were uh, my dark horses. Um, I think I think Alan Shearer, Turkey, are your McDonald's horses because they uh, they have been barbecued, fried, and they they uh, they they had it. I mean, were you surprised? I mean, Soyuncu did not look good at all in the games that I saw him in.
0: Uh, no, I, I was a little bit surprised. I expected them to at least be. Worst case, third. I, I think when we picked the group, I said I had we had them sneaking in at third. I certainly didn't expect them to be getting. I can't see the points tally there. They get zero points. Yet zero point. points. Yeah,
1: zero points. uh played three, lost three, one goal yeah. for eight against minus seven, no points.
0: Yeah. Now, now, obviously, we've not lost any big names from the tournament yet, so to yeah. speak. Um, and obviously if something happened in that group of death, you know, you you could argue that there'd be more of an upset. But I think I think the reason they were tipped to some people's dark horses, and they were my outsiders to a to, to a dark horse, less of a dark horse, more of an outsider, because um uh, I didn't I didn't read that from Scott. Um, oh, he's
1: just saying, uh, uh chill, Brad. Um, I'm English, I swear, but I can yeah. guarantee that that's what they will mention. And oh, it yeah, probably, yeah, yeah they sorry, will Scott, yeah. I didn't
0: mean that to yeah. sound like it was directed at you, mate. I meant, no. I meant to. Walk oh, I don't think I, I didn't
1: take it that way, yeah.
0: No, yeah, sorry, Scott. I didn't mean to confuse you. I wasn't. I, it wasn't <sighs> like you, mate. It was another mate that, yeah. um, but yeah, again it wasn't one of them where we were thinking they were going to win the group, come second and, and take it by storm. But there, were, there was a lot of people, you look at some of them players, for instance, Kakosu, and that, in that Turkey side, that you probably expected them to at least get to the knockout stages. I think they're one of the most underwhelming sides, if not the underwhelming side of the tournament so far in in, in, in terms of expectation. Uh, and given the group they were in, they, they should have easily um got, got, got th- out of that group and, like I said, very, very, very unsatisfied um, by how they did in the group. And to not pick up a point from that group is is very baffling, is, is yeah. very... Um, it, I, it, it, I, I, I think it say- was.
1: I, I expected them to do a lot a lot better, to be honest with you. As Ankit then said, Jengi's Under, again, fatter to deceive, great and this is what I you know I think it was Ankit that actually asked me about um Genghis Under and I said to you know he he had a lot of promise but you know a bit a bit like a a, a bad postman you know looked like he was doing a good job but couldn't deliver um and I think that you know he was no different and watching him I'm kind of thinking like I mean, you know we were both fans of his when he when when you know, when he first came but I'm thinking like yeah you, you know, I'm glad we didn't sign him.
0: Yeah, and and look, um, we, we we've learned over the years as a collective of Leicester fans to probably give a bit more faith in our managers and scouting chief's decisions to either take these sort of players on, whether it's a Ryan Bennett or a Chambers Under or it's a um, a Wilf and 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 a James Justin uh, being signed for patents. You know, so we knew we knew a bit about under, we, we knew he could frustrate at times but we knew he has that potential I, and I think he's one of them players, that maybe in three or four years time he will have found his feet I hope he doesn't become a Damari Gray where he just seems to have it in him but doesn't always form to that level and he is somewhere that finds maybe a level or a country or a club that plays his football and, and, and goes for the strength that he has the hmm. potential to, to do but again, another one that again turned up to a tournament and just didn't would look look devoid of confidence, which you could argue was expected when he he came here, really keen to impress, not just to to do any Tom, Dick, and Harry over in England, but to impress with the club he was at. And unfortunately, it hasn't worked out for him. Um, yeah. And this tournament, unfortunately, has done done neither of them any favors. It's probably begged the question that Sohyunju definitely needs. And Evans, or for Farn, and next to him, or otherwise he's not as good as as he as he is if he's not yeah. got a wise head next to him. Because he. am talking
1: about other Leicester players talking. here, um, and I wish I I wish I had brought my buzzer along sometimes, but uh, bringing along um, it's as I've put there master against apprentice in the next round, Casper against Ward uh, Danny there, uh, but who will come out on top? I mean that is, it's not often you get that, is it? And I have to be yeah. honest with you, I I did ask the question in the group earlier, and I, I got shot down a little bit, but I did sort of kind of suggest was it time for Schmeichel to maybe go and Danny to come on because we, we've got a history of that. We've got a history, you know, we sold Gordon Banks when he was England goalkeeper because Peter Shilton wanted regular football. You know, Peter Shilton moved on because of Mark Wallington. And here we've got Danny Ward, who is, you know, playing absolutely brilliant for Wales in the Euros. Probably played, how many games did he play? Five, six for us last season?
0: I don't think he played that last season. I think he's probably played five, six in total since he's move. But yeah. that's that's his, that's his job and his role. And unfortunately, whilst I understand your comparisons, and, and I saw that tweet and put that onto you, there's no way Casper's leaving. There's no way they want to move him on. There's no way Casper wants to move. He he's like his father in a sense that he has taken Leicester into his heart. We saw that with the tragedy of the owners. He wanted to dive into the bloody fire, bless him, to try and and, and save lives. He he feels loved and appreciated by this club. And 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 I have seen it personally from working there and I've seen what it is. I am happy for Casper Schmeichel to be our number one. Maybe in the next season or two, loan Danny Ward out, and hear me out on why. The reason I say loan him out is get him as playing for a season. Have someone from the youth take up the bench role and play for the under twenty threes and just be there, because it's very rarely you see a keeper get injured. Uh, and have to come in. And and maybe when Casper's 34 or if the form starts to dip, that's when we look to change over the keepers. I can't see Schmeichel leaving unless he suddenly decides he doesn't want to play for Leicester anymore.
1: Goalkeepers do tend to sort of stay longer than outfield players. We know that. 34, Casper, 28, Ward. We paid £12 for him. Um... I mean, you know, next season we're obviously going to be playing on four fronts, so we're going to have more games. But then, in fairness, yeah. we did this season. Um yeah. You know, we seem to have – we've got is it Iverson, and, and he's probably going out on loan again. But, you know, we, we've, we've got him that is supposedly a, a fantastic goalkeeper, and um, that's why we're not selling him. We're just sending him out on loan. Um, we've also still got Jepokovic.
0: Well, that that's that's not really. Any I mean, he's, he's sort of
1: understudy to Danny Ward. He's the understudy's understudy, isn't he? But you he, know, Danny Ward's it. never let us down when he's come on, has he?
0: No, no, he's not. And and look, like you said, goalkeepers have an extended shelf uh, life out on the field that they do to compare to the outfield players. And in, in two years' time, Michael's thirty six. Danny Ward will only be thirteen. If if you're saying by that point you're expecting, and and of course there's been keepers that have proven it wrong, but you're expecting by about 36 that yeah. the ability and the athleticism might have dropped to Casper, And then we might be talking about Danny Ward gets more and more game time and then he eventually takes over the number one slot. If he does that at 30-31, that's still three or four years minimum you're mm. expecting him to be number one. And then by that time... Everson or Iverson or you say his name will be in his mid twenties,
1: yeah
0: and, and I, that just holds for the future.
1: I guess it really depends coming back from this competition what Danny wants to do if Danny does want regular yeah. football, Scott said I mean, there yeah. that you know Casper should play Premier League and Danny the rest, but it didn't happen this season but 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 we will see.
0: I have got a tweak on that. Just and I mean quickly, right? You can put a, a minute <laughs> time off, on. I understand, I understand that people might suggest that we use Danny Ward in the cup games, but for the first time in God knows how long, Leicester went with their number one choice for ninety eight percent of the season in all competitions. We Became fifth and one in FA Cup because we had our number one in goal for the FA Cup. I think Danny Ward only played in the Carabao Cup. I'm I could be wrong on that. I I I honestly I he's played that little, I don't even think he featured for us in the competition. Unbelievable, season. Jeff! Yeah, there's a so. I've been told by Cammy. I've been
1: told by Cammy. <laughs> He's just commenting on your, uh, on your, on your comment. I, I love this. I, I, I'd have forgotten I'd got this, but I am going to use, be using this so much in all my chats now. When people say things, unbelievable, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, it's got, got to be. Look, we're going to be back in one second. It, we're coming up to the hour, so we're going to be closing it down. But we're going to go out with with the big question, which will be coming up after this. It's the Euros 2020 with Chris and Lester till I die TV. V to the v to the. I can just listen to that it's so relaxing. Gonna end up with this question, Brad, because it is the big one. If England get knocked out in the next round because we, we draw France or Portugal or Germany, we're going to get one of them and we go out, is it the end for Southgate? And if it is the end for Southgate, I don't want him to go, but If it is the end for Southgate, who the hell would we replace him with?
0: I think... People will want him out. Let's face it, people will want him out because it's a more poison chalice to take the England job. As much as we prefer prefer to love our nation, no matter who's the manager, we've always had a bone to pick with him over whatever he's done with, team selections, tactics, you name it. If he goes out to France... Possibly Germany, and it's a closed game, and they've gone hammer and tongue. It will bide him a bit of time. I don't think the FA will pull the trigger on him, regardless, because of what you've just stated. Who's available? Spurs mm. are the only Spurs are like, you know, got 17 applicants for their manager's job, and they're down looking over parks. Uh, and then five aside tournaments to try and find their next manager by the way they've gone going through.
1: I think minutes. I think Spurs would be able to find where Wally is a, a lot easier than find the new manager.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely this way. And, and and that stretch, You make a very good point by saying that because if Southgate does go, they're not going to be able to bring in anyone in. I mean, no, not Frank Lampard. No, 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 no. Shouldn't be done at club level one in a hundred works when a player goes straight into management after retirement, please don't make Frank Lampard.
1: Bronze, bronze, who you, who you, you know, you're saying there, please let the queen trick him into a knighthood and slip with the sword. Who, like what we're saying, who do we replace him with? I'm going to throw some names at you, Brad, um, because these are ones that have come up. Um, Scott went with Frank there and I think you're right. Totally right there. um, the name that was, and like I can say, I, no, no, let me just state this now, is that I am a Southgate fan. You know, international football is about, uh, you know, it is, it's tournaments. It's not one-off games. And, you know, he has taken us further than any manager, English or foreign, since Bobby Robson. And what had Bobby Robson done? He'd gone all over Europe. You know, he was assistant to Jose Mourinho. He managed Barcelona. He'd got the experience. Southgate, he's got the playing experience. You know, when they went through that penalty shootout against Colombia, he could relate to them. He could talk to them because he'd done it. He knew what it was all about. You know, he he,
0: missed one one himself. So he knew exactly. Exactly.
1: You know, if if any of them get a pizza advert, he knows how (laughs) that goes. Um, You know, and so these names were coming about so the only real british name that seemed to be sort of coming up on 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 the pile was um eddie howe now what has eddie howe done are you telling me that harry kane would go in there and go yeah boss i respect you because of what you've done what has he done
0: I don't, it's a bit harsh to say what he go out and say he respects him. I think Kane's got that sort of personality. That he would, they would, they, oh, right. they, should, Look, they should I'm not should, just be saying
1: Kane, I'm using him as an example, yeah, I you know.
0: Yeah, I get it. But any, anybody, and I don't like it when players say, oh, well, he wouldn't get respected at the job. To a degree, that's right if they haven't got the experience. And the thing is, mm. I agree with you, Eddie Howe just hasn't got it. He was at mm. a peak, at a height, when he was Bournemouth manager. He was getting linked with the England job. Back then, yeah. he was getting linked with bigger jobs than Bournemouth. No disrespect to Bournemouth, but I, I mean, in terms of caliber of Premier League longevity, more than on the on the club itself. And since then, he's been out of a job. He did yeah. Celtic, which you know it's that's not happening. He can't can't nail terms down at Celtic, and he's kind of disappeared into the background without a trace. So for me. Eddie Howe cannot be a contention for the next England manager until he's back in managing. Yeah, you,
1: no, you know, no, for you me. Yeah, for me until it. he's won something because all he's done, and it, don't get me wrong, taking Bournemouth from you know the fourth tier to the top tier with all the troubles that they had with the points deductions and they were going into administration is is something. But it is not taking the top England players. And playing them in a tournament, you know, and winning the no, World exactly. Cup. The, the 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 one name that was coming up because he's out of a job, he's turned Scott, he's turned Tottenham down. Um, is and you've not come back to me, Bronze, with the names. i you know, not having to dig Bronze, but if we're saying somebody's going, uh, yeah. give me a replacement. Um, Conte, but we're going down the foreign manager.
0: Yeah, but he's also got that drive. He's got that ambition and passion. And he has worked in this country. So he's not... The problem we had with a lot of foreign managers that came here is that they didn't have a goat's clue to do what England... They didn't have a clue. They didn't... Eat... They had arrogance to not learn the language. A lot of them brought in interpretators. And I find that very arrogant. If you're coming here to manage a club, and you can't be asked to, to try and learn the lingo and same for same for English players and managers that go abroad if you can't be asked to learn their culture and their language and at least be able to 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 at least I can I can I can forgive it whilst they're learning to not do interviews and have interpretators but if you're coming to manage a national side more importantly you should be able to speak the lingo and speak to your players. I don't want to see this on a training ground pitch. Mm. <laughs> Uh, the manager, he say, do this, do that, do that, no, piss off, communicate, you would not have Gareth Southgate go and manage the, the Italian national side, and him going there going, and then the Italian bloke having to translate to his Italian players, because I tell you what, them players will turn around and go, fuck am I listening to this guy for, if he can't even bother to learn our cultural language, respect is earned, not given. I'm not a racist. This is me saying universal. You know, if 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 I was Spanish and we were having this argument, I'd be saying exactly the same. I mean, at least Conte has the language to a point and translate. And Sven,
1: Sven, we must remember, Sven, in fairness, had the language exactly. And I have to be honest with you: those years under Sven. You know, and people, people knock it. We got to two quarterfinals, which was as good as we'd ever got since '66. So you know, yeah, Sven yeah. is actually, uh, um, apart from Big Sam, who's got a hundred percent record, Sven was one of our one of our best managers. Um, yeah. Bronze, I apologize. Bronze actually did actually type up a very long answer. So he was, he was typing away and he did say, give him a chance. So Bronze, That's I true. apologize. All right, all give all right. me a chance. Let's. Can we have everybody, please get the tin helmets on. Brad, you may want to put on that Jack Daniels thing on your head because I think you might just be nutting the wall with Bronze's suggestion, which is basically Big Sam.
0: Bronze, bronze mate. This is just this, this this here is just for you, not the pajama bottoms, they they're they're just
1: for me. <laughs> I wondered where that was going then. So <laughs> I, I thought I'm gonna to have to take you out the chat. I can see the pajama bottoms coming off.
0: <laughs> well yeah, that that would have been for a whole different video.
1: Uh, yeah, well, exactly, exactly. Um, I mean, you've, you've, you, I, I see where you're coming from, As The players are highly skilled. We don't need a coach. We need someone to pull them, shake them together for a tournament. I mean, I think as an England, for me, I, and I, I could be talking, you know, uh, you know we're going to play 4-4, four, four, bloody two or whatever. <laughs> he, uh, he should be the manager.
0: Mike um, Bassett, yeah. Mike yeah, Bassett, it? that's it, you. yeah.
1: They're going to play 4-4, bloody 2. But to me, a manager has to decide what formation he's going to play as England manager because he's taking players from, let's say, 10 teams uh, around the world, and each of those players are probably playing in at least three different formations because Man United players will play a different formation to Tottenham players. Yeah, Rashford will be playing differently to uh, the way Kane does. Vardy didn't play the same as as, as how Kane does. So you've got all these different. So to me, an England manager needs to pick his formation and it says right which players round pegs in round holes will work. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take as good as you are, as good as that player is. That player cannot play in the formation I'm picking, and as such. Yeah. I'm That's not exactly going right. to take him. However good he is, however good he is for his club, I'm playing this formation and I'm going to take the players. And then, as Bron said, you've got, got a lot of training to do because those players just fit into that position. And all you've got to do is literally just having practice games. Or am I being too simplistic there?
0: No, you're actually probably hitting the nail spot on. If, if, if at the start of the season...
1: I should be in the ball- manager, you see.
0: Yeah, yeah, you do look like Mark Bassett. I am, I am available,
1: better. FA. I am available.
0: <laughs> but it does make sense. I mean, everybody argues, oh, he doesn't pick on form. And that's said to mm-hmm. every England manager, because we all support different clubs, funny enough. We all think players are better than, yeah. than what other people think. But you, probably, you are actually spot on. And, and people might come out and say, well, that's not fair, because then people are open that their, their team's playing at a certain in a certain role. Well, that's where you learn to develop yourself as a player. Because... If you're saying let's say let say it's four through three, right? Let's say it's four three. We've got yeah. no right, we got no left midfield, right midfielder, and Harvey Barnes is told, right, that's how we're gonna play. England we're gonna play four three. And I'm just gonna use Harvey Barnes because funny enough, he's a player I know a lot about being sissy plays for Leicester, like you do, mate. Yeah, right. And he gets told, right, left winger, um, right winger, we've only got one one way to play, and I don't know, Brendan Rodgers prefers to have him as a number 10 because that's how Brendan Rodgers gets the best out of him. And then Harvey Barnes has the choice. right? Let's just say, no like you said, that's, that's the attitude that's taken. If you don't play in a position, you either have to adapt your game to have two or three roles, which players are told to do and expected to do in this generation of football because football's evolved just like everything else has. If Harvey Barnes... Doesn't try and develop his game, suit a national formation for a tournament, then he's not going to get picked. Yeah. At the end of the day, you've got to, you know, what would be the point in us taking the eleven best England players and then playing four of them in a the position they know how to play? What's the point mm. in putting Harry Kane up front if you're not if you're going to play? You know, if you're if if Harry Kane is is successful in a two striker formation for example and then all of a sudden you take your strike partner away from him this is why he won't succeed at the international level or do as well as he does at club level because exactly like you said he is used to playing in a one man strike being the lone striker or being in a partnership yeah. however you flip the roles he's not going to live up to them and, and and people are saying Sancho plays Bellingham plays there's a reason these players aren't starting games is because we've got so many players in a position of regularity that you can't get them all on the pitch and they're not suiting our style of play. We're clearly going with two central defensive midfielders. Well, sorry, that means somebody has to miss out of that starting 11 who's an attacking force. Yes.
1: I just want to say we, we actually have got, a, I didn't know whether we were actually going to get a, a Scottish fan on tonight because of what happened, but I'm, I'm pleased to say that um, we've got a Scottish fan and we can get him in here. There, there we go. <laughs> there he is <laughs> going off
0: into the bushes
1: exactly <laughs> bye 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 go and hide so, um, it, was and like his,
0: the, it was like the ending of the sooty show wasn't it do you remember his, that his, really yeah, his, his mate is his
1: mate this is what we're doing to Scotland fans at the moment
0: that's oh, me no. when I have that's, that's me when I have a shave mate
1: <laughs> that's you when you go in north macedonia which i haven't got i have still got it but i haven't uploaded it but if you want me to <laughs> so last question and I, I shouldn't really be asking you for predictions with your your history of north macedonia but um who do you want to i mean let's let's say hungary aren't going to do it because you know i know i know you really did argue the point with north macedonia but you know hungary hungary gonna do this no they're they're really really not are they so you know let's have a look it's going to be france germany portugal we're going to play the second place who do you want to play two word answers who do you want to play and who do you think will play i
0: want us to play portugal i think we'll play germany
1: Avoiding France, not although the, do we then get France in the next? I can't remember how it works out to be honest with you, but uh no, but yes.
0: I don't think it's possible for us to get France in the next round. No.
1: If, if not in the, the next round, no, but I didn't know how, how soon we got them in the tournament. Brad, I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead on your quickest ever answer. So <laughs> thank you very kindly. Um Scott agrees with you actually. Uh fancy Portugal next round. Um but he thinks we'll get France. But there we go. Brad, thank you very much, young man.
0: Uh, it's been it's
1: pleasure, ple- mate. pleasure as always, and in a better mood than the last time after we played Scotland.
0: Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. Mate. definitely.
1: Definitely, mate. Thank you very much, and um, yeah, I Hopefully, well.
0: just just so you know, I'm, I'm going to have to do some food. I haven't eaten all day properly, so
1: uh, oh, I haven't eaten since lunchtime. I know the feeling. Will we see you next Tuesday for the post-match game, whoever it is we're playing?
0: Yes, yes, that should be a definite for that one, mate.
1: Good man, good man. Have a good weekend, mate. Don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Well, so see I can't you.
0: go around, can't go around insulting Scottish fans.
1: Yeah, I'll let you do that. <laughs> let you do that. <laughs> mate, mate, it's the thing we've waited four years to do. Let's do it. Oh no, we've waited thirty years to do, haven't we? Let's be honest. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Have a good one, mate. Take care. I'm Take care. Cheers. Take care. Take, care. Take care. Thanks to Brad there for joining us. Um... Uh, always always a good crack uh that's the end of the show uh we're through to the next round and if you want to catch up with us you can of course on youtube um lester till i die tv please please give us a subscribe it does mean a lot to us we are trying to get to the thousand mark and then um it helps me with me not working to get a little bit of monetization so we'd appreciate that greatly thank you very much please subscribe to it and if you want to listen to us rather than watch us and i get that because you know let's be honest with you i wouldn't want to watch me and i have to sit here and look at myself on the screen while i'm doing this though i do know what you're going through um <laughs> podcasts available on amazon music on uh spotify apple itunes google to name just for but your favorite podcast platform or if you've got a um uh, a smart speaker, just ask it to play Leicester Till I Die. We are going to be back on uh, Thursday uh, when we have got another Leicester War show. Mm, what's that I hear you ask? Oh, let's battle commence. Come on, come on. It's the Leicester War show
0: on Leicester Till I Die TV. But who will win? Join in now.
1: It is. It's a new thing we do. We did one the other day with the Rogers versus Ranieri. This is <coughs> excuse me. This is Craig and Dean, and they will be picking their Premier League team of the season. Will they agree? Yeah, I doubt it. And on Friday, what do you get when an Englishman, Welshman, and Scotsman works in walks into a video chat room? You get Leicester till I die euro preview. we'll be looking back at all the groups and uh, hopefully the Scotsman will still come on I'm sure the Welshman will and I obviously know the Englishman will I will see you then so both of those seven o'clock Thursday and Friday thank you so much for joining Thanks for all your comment. Thanks to Bronzy. Thanks for coming in, mate. Thanks to Scott. Thanks to Ankit. Go and give Ankit's channel a a, a check out there on um, RC Bain Chelsea Fan TV. Uh, this is Luca. Luca, thank you very much. This is Luca's life. He's also got a good channel out there as well. Pop along and see that. Um, thanks for watching. It's been a pleasure, guys. Have a good weekend, and uh, well, if I don't see you on Thursday, have a good uh, have a good game, and let's watch tomorrow and see who we are going to get. Could be interesting. Yeah. Good night now. Hello, Matt Elliott. Yeah, be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester till I die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the
0: pitch. They think it's all over. It is now.
1: Questions, suggestions, or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share, and get involved. Join us next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute.